You are now listening to Not Every Thought is Your Own Taught by Pastor Randall Crawford Sr. Please visit our website at BethelHouseOfTruth.org to listen to more messages like this one. Again, that is BethelHouseOfTruth.org. If you're thinking about giving your life to Jesus Christ, or if you've already made the decision and would like to get baptized, drop us an email at info at goodfig.tv. Again, that is info at goodfig.tv. Good morning. I want to welcome everyone to Bethel House of Truth this Sunday service. Praise be to Yahweh and Yahshua in the highest. Amen? Amen. All right. Not every thought is your own. Satan wants your thoughts. Okay? He wants your brain. He wants your mind. Amen? He does. And I want you to know that. You know how many times I've heard, I've had people throughout the years, throughout um, 20 years, come to me and say to me, I can't get this thought out of my head. I can't stop thinking this. I can't stop doing this. I can't stop doing that. The whole nine yards, okay? And um, I think I gave them pretty good advice from the Spirit of God. Um, but I wish they were here to hear this message. Um, my point is, it all begins with the mind. Everything begins with your brain. Every, everything begins with your brain. Everything. And I'm telling you the truth. Everything begins with your brain. I know that for a fact. Okay? Because I live by this. Okay? Everything begins with your brain. Everything. I was on a golf course one time, and I was at the range one time, actually, and, and I had the sand wedge out, and I was in the sand trap, and I was getting a ball to put 10 balls in the sand trap, and I said, okay, the first five said, over there. I was like, what the heck, right? So let me concentrate, okay? Because I know I can do this, right? And the, the um, flagstick was about 50 yards away. And I said, okay, I want each of these balls to go to the flagstick. And I want them to drop, go high, drop and stick, okay? It's exactly what they did. It's exactly what they did, okay? Mind over matter, okay? I got on the driving range, and I said, okay, let me just practice my driving, Okay. Hit a couple out. I said, ah, it's only going, I don't like the way it's going. I'm only doing the 200. I don't like that. I said, okay. I said, but I want to go straight and I want to go high. I'm working on my, 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 my height and I'm bringing it down. So I can go over trees and come down. Okay. So I said, I want these last 10 balls to go high and about 270, almost 300, 300 um, yards. High, lofted up in the air, 270, 300 yards. All about mind control. And that's really it. Now, if I would have said to myself, first of all, it's going to be a bad day, man. It's going to be a bad day. That would have sent a message to my brain, to the rest of my body, to my spirit. And all these little bad day workers would have came out and said, make sure he has a bad day. Make sure he has a bad day. Okay? If I would have, if I would have been positive about my situation, I would have had a bad day on the, on the range. No one likes to have a bad day on the range, okay? It's not good. It's like no one likes to have a bad day in life. Amen? I don't. I'm not having them, okay? I'm not going to have them. Anybody else can keep them. Amen? My point is, your mind is the battleground, okay? Your mind is the battleground for everything, for sickness, for addiction, for disease, 
for your relationships, for everything. The battlegrounds. Satan knows it. Satan knows it. Satan knows it. Our thoughts determine our attitudes. Right? Remember the attitude message? Yes. Your um your altitude determines your attitude. Remember that? Hmm? The attitude meter on the airplane. Remember that? Your mind is the battleground. What we place in our battleground, our mind, our spirit, all those things, your mind and your spirit are the same. Okay? They're the same. And what you place in that battleground, your brain absorbs it. Okay? It absorbs it. If you place addiction, I like addiction, your brain is going to keep struggling with addiction. Okay? It's going to keep struggling. When I was 16, I smoked a Benton Hedges, or no, a Newport, one time, a Newport. I said, what the heck? I was told from the floor. I said, what is this? I was like, what? I said, get this crap away from me right now. Get that garbage out my face. I said, that's horrible. The worst feeling I ever had in my life. The worst. Worst feeling ever. Never picked up a cigarette again in my life. I'll stick to my stomach. Horrible. I was trying. My point is, most people get addicted like that, hooked to it. I had a strong mind. I had a battleground from when I was younger, when I was little. I know my mindset. You got to know your mindset. You have to. And mind you, God didn't want me going that way. Okay? At all. Like, no. You're going to feel sick about this one. Right? And I felt sick about it. Okay? I threw up in the street. And that was that. Battlegrounds. Determine your mind, your spirit, your battleground determines your victories in life. Determines it. You hear what I just said? It determines your victories in life. Your mind does. If, hit these points. If, if you don't have a good mind, you're going to have a lot of victories in life. You have a lot of losses. A lot of setbacks, friend. If we watch bad things on TV, you're allowing Satan to enter into your mind through that way. Amen? Somebody got time for that. Amen? At all. If you allow Satan to enter into your mind, your spirit, the very battleground you fight him with, think about that for a second, the very battleground you fight him with, He's on your battleground now. Think about that. You already lost. Amen? You already lost. If you allow Satan to enter your mind or your children's mind through music or what you read, if you read scum, Satan's in your mind. Amen? If you read scum or you watch scum, or you listen to scum, Satan's in your mind. Okay? I'm, I'm telling you right now. He's in your mind. He's in here. You have to be careful. You have to be. And that's just the truth. 
Why would you? Why would you allow your kids to watch things or to listen to things that's not kosher with God? Amen. Why would you allow yourself to watch things or to listen to things that's not kosher with God? Amen. Now I ain't talking about trading places, the Eddie Murphy movie. I ain't talking about coming to America because some things in there, okay, where he's bathing in the tub and they're bathing him. But that's not trash. That's what it is. I'm not letting my 14-year-old watch Boomerang. Not happening. Amen. You gotta be careful about what you want your kids to watch, what you want them to hear and take in. You can't let things enter into your mind. Don't allow the devil enter into your mind secretly. Don't allow him again. What God don't like is what? Secret sin. Amen. And don't allow him to enter into your mind secretly. Because again, demons, evil spirits, will have you do things secretly, have you do things at night, amen, that you shouldn't do. I mean, if we're all at the table, you're going you're gonna to click on porn? You're going to be like, hold on, what's that? You're going gonna to click on porn? Huh? If we're at the table having dinner? I don't think so, right? You're going to wait till you get home and do it at night. That's what the demon wants you to do. Amen? That's what he wants you to do. The truth. The battleground. You can't allow him on it. Or what you read or... What your friends say or your family say, you can't allow him on it at all. It's your mind. It becomes easier for us to fall to the fallen one, Satan, because he already is in our mind, our spirit, our battlefield, which you're supposed to fight him with. Amen? Easy. Because I can know where every landmine is. Right? We must not allow this to be so. Yahweh gave us a wonderful gift called choice. He gave us a wonderful gift called choice. Amen? I mean, that gift is powerful. Choice? Choice is the bomb. Think about it for a second. Think how great choice is. Think how great choice is. Anybody thinking about it? Think how great choice is. We choose what we think. Do we not? Amen? We choose what we think. We choose what we watch. Do we not? We choose what we listen to. Do we not? We choose what we read. Do we not? We choose our friends. Right? Do we not? So that, that, that gift of choice is powerful because it determines your victories. It does, right? So we should choose to think on things above and not things below. Amen? Think on things that will help you, not harm you. Amen? Got to get that perspective into your mind, into your spirit, into your heart. You put that in your battleground. Amen. Choose to think on things that are positive, not negative. Right things, not wrong things. Amen. God in Christ 
not Satan and bitterness and sadness. If you have a choice and you do, everyone does. If you have a choice, I wish people with depression, anxiety, um, bitterness, fear, and any other thing they may have going on in them was here to hear this. I, I really wish they were. Because guess what? You have a choice. God gave you a choice. He gave you the choice of, okay, stay in anxiety and be tormented. Stay in fear and be tormented. Stay in bitterness and be tormented. Stay in lust and be tormented. Come to me. Right? It's a choice, right or wrong? You have a choice. You have a choice. Not Satan in the world, friend. Love, not hate. Peaceful thoughts, not bitter and sadness. The gift of choice goes a long way when you use God's wisdom with choice. Amen? It does, right? That goes a long way. Not every thought is your own. Amen? I want you to know that. Not every thought is your own. Not every thought is your own. Satan will put thoughts in your head. You will plant thoughts in your own head that you don't even know you're planting in there. Into your what? Subconscious. Okay? Into your subconscious. Right? <laughs> you will plant them in there. You will. You will let things linger. I don't like to let anything linger. At all. Except maybe a basket of laundry. I'll let that linger a little bit. Okay? See who's going to put it away. Because I don't want to. But that's the way it is. <laughs> well, like if I go on vacation and I come back and, and I'll let the luggage linger at the bottom of the stairs, okay? See, if Timmy's going to put it away before I do. <laughs> Touch it that back. There we go. <laughs> that's the point, though. Everybody get what I'm saying, right? Everybody get what the word of God is about to say to you. So you got the base. So now your mind should be ready. You turned over that dirt, okay? You, you did this, you did that. You, you got your holes ready to receive good seed, okay? So you can fight a different way. Amen? Proverbs 23. Proverbs 23, you and me. Proverbs 23, 7. I don't think this is a long message, but I'm going to act like it is. Proverbs 23, 7. If you have it, say glory to, glory to God. And it reads, listen close. One verse. For as he thinketh, or she thinketh, amen, listen now, in his or her heart, which is your what? Your mind, or your spirit, so is he or she. Right? So what's in your heart is what's going to come out your mouth. Right? What's in your heart is, is what's going to come to fruition in your life. Right? Some people are not to control it better than others, though. Amen? They're not to control it. If they can't control their thoughts, if they did, they wouldn't be in there. Right? Think about what I'm saying to you. Eat and drink saith he to thee, but his heart is not with thee. Jealous people don't think right. 
they think with their heart always. That's what that last part is saying. Jealous people only think with their heart what they want. Jealous people are usually selfish people. Selfish people are usually prideful people. Okay? A man or a woman or a child can only do what's in their heart. That's it. You can't do nothing else. So if you say something to me that's lax, that's out of the way, that's rude, that's nasty, right? Or that's filled with guile or hate or lust, right? That's because that's in your heart. It's in your heart. You can only do what's in your heart. If someone is full of love, they will be loving to all, right? I know people who are Christians that they're not loving at all, right? They're just not loving people. Something wrong with them. Amen? You got to have love to be a Christian, right? Right? I know some people who claim to be Christians and are very prideful, right? And are very selfish, right? You can't have those things being a Christian, right? What's on your heart? Right? I know some people who are Christians and they, they, um, they sort of don't follow the way of God completely. Right? Think about it. Think about it. I mean, I look in the mirror every day. I'm good with what I see. Amen? I ain't got a problem. I do. I don't. I do. Maybe? I don't know. <laughs> it is what it is, though. Right? We got several problems. But I don't mean I'm not okay with who I am. If someone is full of jealousy, envy, hate, and prejudice, or guile, or pride, or selfishness, or lies, that's because it's on their heart. It's there. That's who they are. That's who they are. So my point is, God's point is, the word of God's point is, Jesus' point is, the spirit point is, Solomon's point is this. And that if someone is a certain way, it's because that was on their heart. If someone does something, I don't care if they're having a bad day and they usually don't act that way. And they usually don't act that way, okay? You got to know this. Someone could be having a bad day. Or someone could have picked up something from somebody they don't know they picked up. Amen? Right? But if it's a regular thing, if it's been years, months, centuries, decades, right? Millennium, right? Guess what? Guess what? Nothing. Nothing's going to change. That's who they are. That's who they are. Exactly who they are. Horrible. Because it's on their heart. If someone dedicates their lives to the service of God in Christ, that's on their heart. If someone's always joyous and full of peace and happiness, guess what? That's on their heart. It's on their heart. It's on their heart. You can't change who that person is. The only one who can change who someone is is you and Christ. Right? 
And that's the truth. That's the absolute truth. So that's your identifier, okay? Right there, Proverbs 23, 7. That is your identifier, okay? You are a certain way because of what? Your mind is in your subconscious by choice. By choice. By choice. By choice. By choice. By choice. So there's no excuse, right? If it's by choice, there's no excuse, right or wrong. No. You're shaping yourself. You're shaping yourself. Now, as God's elect, I don't have a choice. I don't have a choice. If I'm going down the wrong road, God's going to pull me from that road instantly. Okay? It's an instant pull. Okay? If I'm doing this or I'm doing that, God going to hey, okay? Instantly. Instantly. Choice. My choice is made in the first earth age. It's like your choice is made in the first earth age. Okay? It's about maturity, right? It's about maturity. But God's elect do have the ability to sin as much as they want to. Right? And they get whooped as much as they want to, too, by God. Amen? Right? I'd rather be right. Right? Again, that's the choice. That's the choice. It's all about, I can't stress that enough. It's all about your choices. Sometimes, who made bad choices in the Bible? Why? Bad choice. Listen to his wife too much. Bad choice. Horrible choice. Horrible. Not, I, I don't want to stay with Abraham. I bet Abraham felt the way. He was like, what do you mean? What have I done to you? Dude, God's with me here. You want to go over there? Really? And then you want to go to South? She's a heathen lot. Get rid of her. I was like, nephew, if you don't get rid of that chick, for real. You get other, there's other chicks out here. <laughs> oh, for real. There's other chicks. She's a heathen. That's why she turned the thought. That's why she turned us off. Crazy behind. We make the seedbed of our minds our battlefield by what? Choice. There you go. Philippians 4, verse 19 and 20 is what we're going to read here. Philippians 4, verse 19. If you have it, say glory to God. But my God shall supply all your needs according to the riches in his glory by Christ Jesus. Now unto God and our Father be glory forever and ever. Amen. That's two verses. That's all I wanted was two verses. Yahweh will supply all your needs when you what? Keep your mind straight on him. It says that in the book, the book of Psalms. When you keep your mind straight on him, he will supply all your needs. Every last one of them. Every last one of your needs, he will supply. When you keep your mind straight on God. And not all over the place, each choice we make carries a consequence. Amen? It carries a consequence. Now, let me ask you a question. 
if all your needs are met in life, listen to what I'm saying. If all your needs are not met in life, let me read this again before everybody believe the word of God, right? Everybody believe with their whole heart, all their mind, all their soul, all their spirit, right? Amen. All right. So here you go. I'm reading action again. But my God shall supply all your needs according to the riches in glory by Christ Jesus. Now unto God and our Father be glory forever and ever. Amen. Amen. Be glory forever and ever. Amen. You understand that? You got to know that. If God's not supplying all your needs, it's because you're doing something wrong. The word of God can't lie. Again, we learned Wednesday, God can't what? God cannot lie. He will not lie. It's an impossibility for him to lie. So therefore, if your all your needs are not met, you're doing something wrong. That's how I look at it, right? That's how the word of God states it. You're doing something wrong. Ain't no way I'm doing something wrong. I come to church every day. I come to Bible study. I study on my own. I go to work. I don't bother anybody. There's things going on in my life. I'm good. If all your needs are not met, you're doing something wrong. And you're allowing the devil, you're allowing the devil on your battlefield. Now, what do I mean by all your needs? What does God mean by all your needs? What God means by all your needs, he means anything that you possibly need. What do you need in life? I mean, just the essential. You need water, right? Okay. You need money, right? You need a roof over your head, right? You need um, electricity, right? You need F-O-O-D, right? Right? You need clothing on your back, right? You go to jail for being naked, right? And these are exposure, right? <laughs> what, what else do you need? Someone to keep you warm, someone to live next to you, someone to, to love you, to hold you, to comfort you when you need comfort, right or wrong, you know? Absolutely. That's what you need in life. You need those things. These things are all essential. You have to have these things. If you're lacking these things in life, the seedbed of your mind. He's tap dancing on it. He's tap dancing on the battlefield. Amen? He is. Think about that for a second. Don't you want security? Hmm? Security is good, right? I love me for security. Security is good. Being secure. Not having to worry about this or this or that. Well, if this domino falls... Well, if that down, well, if that falls through, if that falls through, what? Security's good. God gives that to you. He does. Amen? When your mind is straight on him. All your needs mean all your needs. See, there's a thing called what you need in life, God will provide. What you want in life is basically the blessing. Amen? You got to earn that. Amen? You have to earn that. And if you don't have everything you need, you're doing something wrong. 
Think about it. It's the essentials. If you don't have everything you need, I feel bad for people who don't have somebody to lay next to and look at me like, hey, good morning, baby. I'm just saying. I, I feel bad. It's true. It's not good. In Book of Proverbs, it talks about your mate is your crown. It's your crown. Some, if it's cold at night and you're in the bed by yourself, you got to put on like seven blankets, right? You got to wear thermals, right? Think about that for a second. You got to wear thermals. Mm-mm. I'm hot body all day, all night. Zero below, I'm hot body, okay? I'm going to have up under me. It's so warm. I'm a big grizzly bear. <laughs> it's all good. So your choices will have you lacking in life if you make bad choices. And that's the truth. It will have you lacking in life. Nobody ain't got time to be lacking in life. Okay? We're too close to the end. Amen? Time to enjoy yourself. Let's go to Philippians 2. Serve God. And enjoy yourself in that. Philippians 2, 1. If you have to say glory to God. If there be, therefore, any consolation, love in Christ, if any comfort of love, if any fellowship of spirit, if any bowels of mercy, love, 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 love. Amen? Fulfill ye my joy that ye be what? Like-minded. Having the same love, being of one accord, of one mind. If me and my wife shared a different mind, do you know how bad it would be? Hmm? If me and my wife and our kids shared a different mind, you know how bad it would be? Hmm? Kids get in trouble because they don't share the same mind. That's the truth. That's the truth. It's the absolute truth. Point blank. Therapy right there. Okay? Straight therapy. Okay? There's no way around that. If someone's working on a job, right? And this is the way you do the job. That's how you got trained, right? If someone comes in and says, Well, I could I we should do it this way, this way is better. You know you're about to get fired, right? Or you're about to cause a whole bunch of safety violations, right? It's that way for a reason, right? You gotta be like minded. You gotta have a problem with I'm not a problem with you and everything you do. I'm not a problem, God, because God got a problem with you and what you do. You understand what I'm saying to you? It's going to be a problem. Let nothing be done through strife or vainglory. But in lowliness of mind, I love this verse, let each esteem other better than themselves. What is Paul saying here? Don't look at someone and be like, this person you sit next to and be like, I'm better than you. What? That ain't what you do, right? That ain't what you do at all. At all. Again, you know me. I'm not too good to sit with a homeless person. I have breakfast with them. Okay? I've done it several times. Not too good. Never too busy, baby. Very, very important. But you realize that you're you're not all that. Amen. You got you gotta know that, right? 
So how is one humble? How is one humble? But they choose to be, okay, that's a safe answer, right? That's really good. So they choose to be, right? They choose to be humble because they choose to be. That's that's correct. Giving love effortlessly by not thinking that you're better than others, right? Okay. Knowing that all goodness comes from God. Where if you have humble thoughts, it works its way out, okay? And that's exactly what Paul just said, okay? Read verse 3 again. Let nothing be done through strife or vainglory. Stop. Loneliness is humbleness of mind. It starts in your mind. You cannot be humble until you are have loneliness of the brain. Amen. Loneliness of the brain. That's where it comes from. Humbleness. Starts in here. Because everything starts in here. Everything starts in here. My God, I can't stress that enough. Everything starts in here. Everything. Let each esteem other better than themselves. Not better than anyone. Amen. You're not. It just looks that way. And I'll throw that out there. <laughs> it just looks that way. Okay? Because if you got humble in mind, because God only deal with who? Humble. Right? And there's the humble. He don't deal with people who like, no offense to what I said. You know where you came from. Yeah, I know where I came from, but I ain't going back there. Okay? And I'm going to keep reminding people, I ain't going back there. Okay? Yeah, you know you got, but you you humble about it. Nah, I'm going to be humble about it, but I'm going to remind you what I got. Okay? Because it ain't a big deal. Because I did come from there. Amen? And you can do the same thing. Same grace. Amen? Same grace. But people make bad choices, but she erases that grace. You understand what I'm saying to you? It's just that simple. So if I got 12 parts, I can't drive them all, right? If I got a huge job, I can't drive it. I can't put it on the water. If I got a if I got a um, private jet, I can't fly it in the sky, right? If I got three houses, I can't live in all three of them whenever I want to. You understand what I'm saying to you? Hmm? Just because I have, I have because I'm humble. You have not sometimes because you're not humble of mind. You understand? Right? I don't get mad at people who are wealthy or, or rich. I ain't get mad at them. White people do, though. They're healthy and rich for a reason. For a reason. Especially if you ain't cheated or crooked or get it illegally. If it's a blessing from God. Think about, so what you're learning here is, think about what you have to do or have to be to receive the blessings of God. Think about that for a second. You can't, I don't worry about someone thinking they're better than me. Because in all reality, if, if I, by choice, Choose to be poor. Right? It's not a sin to be poor. It's a sin to what? To stay poor. 
if I by choice stay poor? I'm sinning. And I claim to be a Christian? And me, I claim to be a Christian, and I choose to stay poor. I choose to live in poverty. I choose to do this. I choose to never own anything. I choose to just be horrible. You think I'm have to, You think it's right for me to have to deal with someone who chose not to be poor? Because everything you do is a choice, right? Choose to be humble in the mind. Watch what comes to you by God. Amen. For look not every man on his own things, but every man also on things of others. You always look to see who you can help and who you can't help, right? Because you, sh you should know what you have, right? You should know what you have, right? Don't be one of those people who be like, who walk around there probably be like, oh, look, 12 cars, yacht, helicopter, plane. Um, four houses, one apartment, Swiss accounts, town over here, town over there. Doing pretty good. Don't be one of those people, right? You should know what you have, right? Unless you're just an idiot, right? Unless you're an idiot. What Paul's saying, what I'm saying to you is this. Always look to help others. Always look to help others. Do you know your brain could grow things? Hmm? Do you know your brain could grow things? You look, you look surprised. You know your brain could grow things? Huh? You didn't know? No. Your brain could grow things. Your brain could grow a whole empire. Amen. Your imagination, your imagination, everything you see in life was imagined by God. And it came to pass. Amen. Everything you see that's new was imagined by someone. Amen. Everything. So your brain could grow things. You can't, stuff just don't appear. It has to come from your imagination first. It's growing with your mindset, your seedbed, the battleground. Battleground, and the way you kill a dream is by telling to somebody who don't have dreams. Amen. That's the truth. Gotta come. Listen. Saying about that, but I'm gonna keep going. Here we go. Saying <laughs> about that, but I'm gonna keep going. Look not every man on his own thing, but every man also on the things of others. Look to help. Look to be a blessing to others, not a cursing. Because if you have so much and you don't help anyone who has nothing, you're pretty much a fool, right? You're pretty much a horrible person, right or wrong? Especially to your brother or sister in Christ, right? And I've said this to you many times, if I got, you got. That's just, that's just the way it is. There's no, there's no way around it. If you're a Christian, if you're God's elect, if I have, you have. It's, it's like, if I'm a billionaire, why in the heck would I allow you to, to do what you do? Would I let someone struggle? Would you do that to someone just to have, why do people do that? Because they're prideful, and they, they're not humble in the brain, and guess what happens? 
All they want to do is keep people here. Are you the government or a Christian? Right? Are you a government or are you a Christian? Are you a politician or are you a Christian? Amen? So those politicians don't recess right now until September. Another recess. Right? And people need things from them. Right or wrong? And they're on recess. They need to keep people down here. Right or wrong? Evil. Extremely evil. They got answer for it. Oh, Verse 5. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. So what did Jesus do? He had lowliness of mind. He let nothing be done through strife. Well, I'm doing this because of what you said. Christ didn't do that. He, Christ didn't say, I just healed a man. Yep, I did it again. I'm the Lord. Nobody beats me. He's, he's not. He didn't do that. He was humble. Remember the commercial? I'm the witch. Nobody beats me. Y'all probably wouldn't remember that commercial. I'm the whiz. Nobody beats me. That was a great commercial. He had a colonel. I'm the whiz. No? Okay. <laughs> it's very, very funny. But nobody beat him. Until Circuit City came around. And then Circuit City got beat up by Best Buy. Right? Best Buy going to keep running. No vainglory. No strife. But lowliness of mind. I can't stress that enough. Praise God. We must be as Christ, not as Satan in the world. So to be humble, you must first have a humbled mind. A humbled mind. Genesis 3. I'm going to get your seed, your, your, um, plant the right seeds in your brain here. Genesis 3. I'm trying to show you a seed of blessing. Okay? I'm trying to share, share that with you so that your life can be blessed more than it already is. Amen? Extremely important. Again, what is your mind, spirit? What else? Your heart? What else? Battlefield. Battlefield. What you fight Satan with? Amen? What you fighting with? Faith starts in here. Does it not? Battlefield. Love starts in here. Does it not? It's a battlefield. Honesty starts in here. Humbleness starts in here. It all starts in your brain. If you have a weak brain, you've got a problem. you got to strengthen that in the name of Jesus Christ, in his word, in his truth. And believe everything. Let the word of God be the seedbed in your brain. Literally. If the word of God is there, Satan can't. He's not... Well, you understand what I'm saying to you? Huh? Genesis 3, verse 1. If you have it, say glory to God. Now the serpent was more subtle, cunning. It was cunning. Because he chose to be, right? From the first earth age. He chose that. Think about this transformation, Tyrus, in the first earth age. He was Tyrus first. His, his whole desire was to please God in Christ. Amen? He got built up to something special, to the perfect pattern, God said. He gave him everything because he earned it, right? Then he had a thought, and he said, I'm making this choice. Choice. And his, his brain was completely messed up. Ever since then, okay? Ever since then, his brain was all messed up. 
think some people thought this lesson was going to be about them, right? <laughs> it's not. It was not about you, right? It's all about God, amen? It's all about glorifying God, amen? Some of it is, but it ain't. Now, the serpent was more subtle than any beast of the field which the Lord Yahweh God had made. And he said unto the woman, Yea, have God said, Ye shall not eat of every tree of the garden? Question. And the woman said unto the serpent, We may eat of the fruit of the trees of the garden. But of the fruit of the tree which is in the midst of the garden, God has said, Ye shall not eat of it, neither shall ye touch it, Naga, lest ye die. Lest ye die. And the serpent said unto the woman, Ye shall not surely die, lie. First lie, right? For God doth know that in the day ye eat thereof, then your eyes shall be opened, and ye shall be as God, knowing good and evil. And the woman saw that the tree was good for food, and that it was pleasant to the eyes, and a tree to be desired to make one wise, she took of the fruit thereof and did eat and gave also unto her husband with her, and he did eat. Now, listen now. She looked and made a choice. Right? She looked and she made a choice. That's what she did. She made a freaking choice. If, if a man is married or a woman is married, either or, and they see a beautiful woman, right? They see a beautiful woman. And they go, and that woman sees them, or that man sees them, and they get the wink, you get the wink, you end up <laughs> all out of the foolishness, right? Don't get somebody killed, right? So <laughs> if, if a man or a woman begins to flirt and all that other stuff, isn't it the choice of each individual to take that further? It's the choice, right? Isn't it the choice to to text and call and be like, or if y'all work together, be like, hey, um, it's not like we got work today, but we don't. We want to spend time together. Okay? Isn't, isn't that the choice? Hmm? Isn't it the choice to go against all your vows you created with that woman or that man, right? And go left. Isn't that your choice? This is what Eve's doing here, okay? Making a bad choice, a horrible choice. Because Adam and Eve clearly made bad choices there and gave into their flesh, and giving into your flesh is always bad, right or wrong? Always bad. So it's always a bad choice when Yahweh has already made the choice for us with his law and his loving ways. Is that not true? Is that not true? So you may say the law wasn't there yet. The Ten Commandments didn't come out yet. God made one law. Touch not the, um, the tree of good and evil and touch not the tree of life. That was the law he gave. That law stood. Amen? Guess what they did? They touched the wrong tree. 
That was their choice. Watch. Their poor choice only brought in shame, sin, because you know God had to do an offering, okay? He had to shed blood. That's the only way to get rid of sin. Thank God for Jesus. Because Satan got in there what? What did he do? He attacked their what? The central nervous system. He attacked the battlefield. Literally attacked their battlefield. Just like someone who's on drugs or an alcoholic. Just like someone who has an addiction of any kind. They can attack their mind. He does. You gotta know that. He attacks it. He attacks the battlefield. Because you can overcome anything the way God created us, right or wrong. You should be able to overcome anything the way God created us. You got love, you got faith, you got the power of God, you got the name of Jesus Christ, you got the Spirit. What? What? The armor of God, nothing can come against you. Am I right? Now, one thing. Why we let little pills or weed or cigarettes or alcohol or any type of drug or alcoholism or any type of um, sex addiction or anything? Why do we allow that take us over? That's just a thing over that battlefield. Take it over. Type of punk, right? You, you let him take it over? That's the one precious thing that belongs to you that you can't let no one have. Right? Except God. Right? One precious thing that belongs to you. That's what he did in the first sort of age to those who went astray or did nothing at all. Think about that for a second. Think about, let's go over the dynamics of the first earth age for a second. In the first earth age, we all had our what? Spiritual minds, right? We had the full capacity of our brain. There's nothing stopping us. Now, it's not a thing. You know what I would be doing if I had the full capacity of my brain right now? Do you know exactly what I would be doing? I don't even know what I would be doing. Okay, and I know it would be great for real. So, think about for a second Satan in the spirit, everyone else is in the spirit. You see God, you see Christ, you see the archangels, you see the cherubs, you see all the other hosts of angels. For millions and billions of years, we worship God and Christ alone. So, there's repetition, right? It's a petition for millennium. We worship God and God. And that's it. All of a sudden, this fool want to get brand new. He want to make a choice. He gets brand new. And then what he does, he starts to recruit people. How in the world are you recruiting someone in the, with their entire mind? You still can see God in Christ. You see all, everyone worshiping them. And this fool is recruiting souls to take over heaven at the capital. 
You ask yourself, how is that possible? How is that possible? Right? These people in the first half age have smarts that we can't even comprehend in this earth age. They went against everything they could see and believe. So they questioned what they could see and believe. Isn't that the base of a lot of people's faith? Okay? To see and believe? We all need to see. We already know. Right? But most people's faith, they need to see to believe. Right? They can still see God, still see Christ. And Satan comes in and says, hey, blah, 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 blah. Campaigning. Just like a real politician. Campaigning. Okay? He proves them from God. You're like, how the heck is that possible? He made people doubt Yahweh and Christ. That's how. He made them doubt who God was or who God is. He made these people doubt the greatness of the mercy of God and the love of God. He made them, he made them doubt. That's he makes a lot of people in the world doubt today who they are, who they are in Christ, who they are in, in this earth, their, their um, purpose in life. He makes them doubt. It's pretty disgusting, right? Pretty disgusting. So you would actually say, you're like, well, they have the full, they have the full mind. They still doubt it. And the others did nothing. How is that even possible when they could see God? Right there. How good Satan is. No glory to him, but that's how good he is, friend. I'm telling you, that's how good he is. Okay? And that's why Jesus Christ came to the cross to die. Because you can't win that battle without the Holy Spirit against him in the flesh. It means every time, amen? Every single time. The source of all power, love, and greatness is God. Satan took their minds their and their battlefields and erased that thought from out of their brain. Erased that thought. Pretty sad. Don't let them do that to you. Every time you plug into a show that you shouldn't be watching, every time you, you, you put something on your phone to listen to or you pick up a book to read or, or um, you're finding love in a, a dirty book or a magazine or you're, you're finding love in a, in a um, late night TV show or you're, you're, um, you're just out there doing all types of things that's not of God, right? Every time. You may think to your battlefield, you let him get there, and then you let him convince you that it's okay. And when you were convinced that it's okay, then the thing came in with the choice. Am I right? Am I correct? Pretty much. I know. You just think about it for a second. Think about it. That's what happened. That's what happened. So when you see yourself up late at night, 
doing God knows what, okay? Right? And you're in there, and you're like, right? <laughs> and, you're in, and you're messing around. Just sleep. Stick in there. Stick in there. Close, close the top. Close the laptop. Okay? It's dangerous. It's, the laptop is dangerous at night. Okay? TV is dangerous at night. Okay? It is. It is. You know how much cartoons I watch? Hmm? I'm a cartoon fanatic. I watch cartoons all day. I don't buy regular movies. I buy cartoons. That's what I do. Your battlefield belongs to you. Romans 1. Romans 1. What is it? We're almost done, people. Romans one twenty four. Take off attention, please. Romans one twenty four. If you have a say glory to God, and it reads, "Wherefore God also gave them up to uncleanness through the lust of their what? Their their mind. Through the lust of their mind." Romans chapter one verse twenty four. Wherefore God also gave them up to uncleanness through the lust of their minds, their hearts, to dishonor their own bodies between themselves. Speaking of wickedness that go on in the world today, okay? Same sex, married, same homosexual, homosexuals, okay? Whatever you want to call it. Who changed the truth of God into a lie. So wait a minute. <clears throat> To change something means what? I tell you, to think about it and to do what? Make a choice. You got to know it to change it, right? You can't change something if you don't know it, right or wrong. Who changed the truth of God into their lie and worshiped and served the creature more than the creator, who is blessed forever. Amen. Now, hold on. I, want to, I just talked to you about that, did I not? From the first earth age, right? Just talked to you about that. Have you noticed most homosexuals, they know who got it. They know who got it. Most lesbos, most um, gay men, they know who got it. They know who got it. And it proves that it's the spirit. It proves that it's the spirit set upon someone's brain. Again, if you look at the spirit of someone possessed, right? If you look at the spirit of someone possessed, cat scan or whatever it is, brain scan, right? It's dark. It's extremely dark. Someone who's not possessed. If you look at the um the brain. On a brain scan of someone with the Holy Spirit, it's bright white. It's bright white. Bright white. 
So they know what they're doing because the person or the thing inside of them knows what it's doing. And likewise, also the men leaving the natural use of the woman burning in their lust one toward another, men with men working that which is unseemly and receiving in themselves that recompense of their error, which is meat, which is due. Hey, friend, by AIDS, all types of diseases coming your way. Have some. Put your plate out. We're going to start your topping with AIDS. Boom. Okay? We're going to give you some AIDS garnish on the side from HIV. All right? Boom. And then we're going to put a little bit of this and a little bit of that. And then right on the top with your cherry, more AIDS. And then I'm going to give you your receipt, which is your the, time, the date and time you're going to die. What you want, Satan, is you? Horrible. Not good. 27. I read that. 28. I do not want to read that again. 28. It was making disgusted just reading it. And even as they did not like to retain God in their what? Mm, they did not want to retain God. So everything that they know about God, everything they knew about God, they were literally pushing out, making room for new thoughts. It's their choice. It's their choice. Someone of the world falls in the same category. It's their choice. Their choice. Really, it's their choice. Without God in your mind in that battleground, you call a brain, you will lose every time to Satan. Every time. And you'll lose to the world as well. There's, there's, there's no guaranteed victory without God in Christ. I'm telling you the truth. This is why they push God in Christ's powers. Why they push you. 29. Being filled with the with all unrighteousness, fornication, wickedness, covetousness, maliceness, full of envy, murder, debate, deceit, malignity, whispers, backbiters, haters of God, despiteful, proud, excuse me, inventors of evil things, disobedient to parents. Now, whoa! Disobedient to parents? Not good to be disobedient to parents, friend. You're breaking all types of commandments. Without understanding, covenant breaker, without natural affection, implacable, unmerciful, unforgiving. Now, if you're around someone who's unforgiving, right, or around someone who always going to hold something over your head, right, who are you around? If you're around someone who always want to hold something over your head, right, even if they're saying, remember I did this to you? Or someone who just can't forgive you. And they want to hold something over your head and keep it there so that they can keep you here. People like that are sickening. Very sickening. You know who you're dealing with? Yeah. That's who you're dealing with. Remember I did this for you? Okay, and it was five years ago. Let it go. Why are you holding on to that one good deed? Let it go. 
Remember you said this to me? How you want to say that to me when I did this for you five years ago, dude? Let it go. Right now, you're wrong. That's why I'm saying this to you. You're out of line. 32. Who knowing the judgment of God. Now, wait a minute. What did that just say? They know, right? They know. They completely know. They completely understand. They know both sides of it and choose evil. They choose wrong. They know both sides. And they choose wrong. Who are you? What type of person are you who knows both sides, who knows good and knows evil and makes a choice to do evil, to do wrong? They, what type of thoughts do you have? What type of thoughts do you have? I like the character Batman because Batman, he watched his mom and dad die, right? Batman could have easily said, I got all this money. I'm about to train to become um, a murderer. I'm just kill people. He said, I ain't what I'm doing. He said, I'm going to protect the innocent people. I'm going to protect them. Right? That was his choice. He could have went left. Right or wrong. He could have went left. I wouldn't have been in Justice League. But he could have left the real. Who knowing the judgment of God that they which commit such things are worthy of death, not only do the same, but have pleasure in them that do them. Uh-oh. Uh, 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 uh. Whoever does the same thing, whoever thinks the same way. Yeah, you thought get yourself right there. What you think can get you sent to hell. What you think on the thing. If if you're a Christian, right? And say you're this mighty elect of God, right? And let me tell you right now, you might not like what I'm about to say, but I'm saying it anyway because I don't care. So listen. If I will not hold on. I know, listen. No, listen. <laughs> <laughs> So listen, look for <laughs> if if you know someone I'm trying to dumb, I'm trying not dumb it down, but I'm trying to make it softer. I'll say this: if you know someone who is this way, right? First of all, you got a problem because you shouldn't be knowing people who are this way, right or wrong. Shouldn't be. What's your mental world look like? I would love to see. Okay. All screwed up. Amen? All screwed up. Who do you fellowship with in life? Who do you let hang with you? Who do you, who do you conversate with at work? Some people like to pick the phrase. I'm not a straight picker up. Okay? I'm a quick picker up. I'm not a straight picker up. Right? Some people like to pick a phrase. They do. And what I mean by straight is people who don't have their life together okay well 
I'm gonna be friends with someone who don't have their life together because it shows that I'm humble. No, don't. That don't show humbleness. That shows that you ain't got your life together. Because the only reason I'm dealing with someone of the world and in the world is if they need salvation. That's the only way. And once I found out that they don't need it and they got another objective, I'm out. I got time for you, even. If I got time for you, then I got time for Satan, right? I don't. If, if, if someone's not serving God, which God said everyone should do, right? He said, those who don't serve me are already in damnation. Why are you putting yourself side by side, side by side with damnation? Well, I'm taking pictures with people in damnation. We was on this boat. We had a good time. You had a good time with damn lazy? Keep it up. Have fun. That's where that's your mind. So if you know what they're doing, you know how they're doing it, and you know how they're living, first of all, they shouldn't be your friend. They should be your come-to for Jesus Christ. Nothing more. Right? Nothing more. And that's the truth. And if they're your friend... You're making the choice to be their friend, right or wrong. If you're making the choice to be their friend, what's going on in your brain? What's going on in your brain? It's just like you're doing what they're doing. So, do I need to read it again? I'll read it again. Verse 32. Who knowing the judgment of God, that they which commit such things are worthy of death, not only do the same, but have pleasure in them that do the same. Wow. So the people that's in the world, another world, that do these homosexual things that that hang with homies, that's what we call them, homies, that hang with homies, okay? Homosexual. That mess around with people who are kleptos, so they give you a good deal on clothing and stuff. Who mess around with people who do bad things, cheat in life to get ahead, hide their credit. Right? You understand what I'm saying to you? Who do bad things in life, who change the rules to fit their life. Amen? Who cheat on their taxes. Right? Who do horrible things. If you know it's wrong and you do it anyway, that's your choice. And you're doing the same thing they're doing, even though you're saying you're not doing it. But you are doing it because you are connected to them. And you're supposed to know better. You are the judgment of the earth. Therefore, you judge by God's judgment. Why in the world will you allow someone of the world and in the world to have that much power in here? Why? Why would you allow a, um, a pop-up on YouTube or Facebook to dictate how you live your life? Well, this looks interesting. No, it don't. It don't. Anybody understand what I'm saying? Hmm? I pray to God. I pray to God you do. First Corinthians 1, verse 10. One more place after this, and then we're done. 
One verse. Yeah, have a glory to God. First Corinthians 1, verse 10. One verse. Now I beseech you, brethren, by the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, that ye all speak the same thing. In order to speak the same thing, you must have what? In order to agree on the same thing, you must have the same mind. That's if you call yourself a Christian, dude. If you call yourself a Christian and you don't agree on the way the way God agrees, you pretty much ain't a Christian. You're a Christian. And that there be no division among you. Division mm. among you? What can cause division? When you're double-minded, absolutely. When you are double-minded, it causes division within the church. Amen? It can, it will. Absolutely will. It will cause division in church. Not a good thing. And that ye be perfectly joined together in the same mind, with the same wisdom, and in the same judgment. Yeah, important that is. Very important. I find that when I when I first started studying with um, Shepherd Chapel, Pastor Murray Guinness and Dave, and he would say something, and I'd be like, um, I, I said. I don't agree with that, or whatever. And then I said, the Spirit said, you can't say that. You just don't understand that. You don't, you don't understand it yet. I said, okay, let me go over this thing, okay? So I go over it, and I'm like, okay, I understand it. I understand it now, right? But I couldn't say that I didn't agree with something. That he was teaching from the Word of God the way the Word of God was taught. Straightforward, amen? So for me to say, I don't agree with that, kind of left, right? When the word of God gives you everything that it gives you, there's no room for you to say, I don't agree with that. There's no room for that. If you don't agree with the word, you could agree with something I say that's my opinion. If I say, well, this is my opinion, you can say, I don't agree with your opinion. That's fine. That's cool. That's cool. But my opinion is usually based on hours and hours and hours and years and years of study. Okay? That's why, that's why I call something my opinion. I don't call something my opinion unless I study it. And then I say, this is my opinion. It's very strong. Very strong. I mean, it's all a fact. You can't, you can't disagree with something that the Word of God says. You can't be like, I don't agree with that. Mm, on ice. Big ice. Very thin ice. Press the ball through. Let me explain. We in Christ, as his elect, must share the same mindset. If not, we can be divided by Satan. Or that person who don't share the same mindset, which I will kick out, okay? <laughs> will suffer loss at the hand of Satan and suffer lots of setbacks in life. Lots of setbacks in life. See, it's my job to keep order. Me and First Lady's job to keep order. Okay? Our job to keep order. If someone don't share the same mindset, 
they won't be here long. You got to know that. Because the way I speak, the way I talk, I'm going to weed them out. They ain't going to be here long. They ain't going to be here. Their spirit's too weak. Too weak. I don't give a that. Why are you so? Why? Why are you doing this to me? They ain't going to run. Okay? That's why you don't see people again sometimes. Okay? But they can't take the truth. They can't handle it. The people that I like to weed out, the people who are double-minded, okay? God said, leave them alone. Leave them alone. So I'll take care of them when I return, okay? I let the chairs be the chairs, and I let the wheat be the wheat. I let them grow together, amen? Let them grow together. God's going to rip them up by the angels. You never know. People might change, right? Ephesians 4, the close. Ephesians 4, verse 20. They are. And close. Not every thought is your own. Satan wants your mind. He wants it, friend. He wants that that battlefield. The very field that you fight him with. Amen? He wants that. And as we learn, he will push God and Christ out if you let him. Amen? Ephesians 4, chapter 4, verse 20. Yeah, I would say glory to God. Ephesians 4, 20. And so be that ye have heard him and have been taught by him as the truth is in Jesus. The truth is in Jesus. 22. But ye put off concerning the former conversation, the old man, which is corrupt according to the de to deceitful lust. Put that off. Okay? Change the way you think about things. Change the way you let things enter your brain. Put those things off of you and be renewed in the spirit of your mind. Again, what have we been learning these past couple of weeks? Spirit realm. Spirit realm. The spirit realm. Next Wednesday, you're going to learn what happens to someone with the Holy Spirit. Okay? The spirit realm. God's willing to make it there. You got to be renewed in the spirit of your mind. Your brain is just your brain without the spirit. It's just your brain. Nothing works without the spirit. Amen? Nothing. Not one thing works. Not your kidneys, not your brain, not your lungs, not your eyes. Nothing works without the spirit. And that's the truth. Spirit gone, it all shuts down. Spirit leaving you, it all shuts down. Okay? Spirit of your mind is important. It's your battlefield. It's the battleground. That's why Satan wants it. Why he wants it. It will stop you from thinking bad thoughts. Okay? When you're renewed, refreshed. Refreshed in the spirit of your mind. It will, stop, it will stop you from thinking bad thoughts towards your mate. It will stop you from thinking bad thoughts towards your wife or your husband. It will stop you from thinking bad thoughts about people. It will stop anxiety. It will stop doubt. It will stop fear. Okay? It will stop bitterness. It will stop hate, jealousy, envy, pride. It will stop all these things. Amen? Why it's so important. You can't allow Satan to have it. 
Where do you think? Do you really think that you wear the armor? Do you really think that you 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 put the, the arm stuff on? You put the breastplate on? You think you put it on? Hmm? You're not putting it on, friend. You're putting it in. You put it in. It's in your brain. In your brain. And something in your brain to you is real. Amen. I create worlds, worlds for a living. Right? Worlds. To me, it's real. To me, it's real. Huh? It's real to me. Sometimes I forget and wait. Oh. Mm -hmm. This is earth. Hold on. <laughs> Sometimes I literally I forget. Crazy. You have to renew the spirit of your minds. 24. And after you put on the new man, God weighs the new way, which after God is created in righteousness and truth and holiness that can edify, that can glorify God in Christ, with the with your seed bed, your brain being the seed bed of the word of God. Wherefore, putting away lying, speaking every man truth with his neighbor, for we are members one of another. My neighbor, right there. When we first move this, I take part of my land, okay? The no, this is the deed. My property goes all the way. You have no driveway. You have no front door walkway. That's all my property, right? She said, ah, I said, look, right here, look, it's all mine, right? She said, it has to be a mistake. I said, it's not the way it is, right? So then I said, because it's written, it's right here, it's mine. So then three weeks ago, I'm outside. Going to the said, hey, um, Pastor. I said, yeah, she never called me Pastor. Right? She calls me random, right? She's hey Pastor. I said, Yes, what's up? She goes, um You sure you're probably lying, don't stop it's the pole right there and then goes to the to the um silver gate. I said, I'm positive. I'm positive. I said, You did this five years ago. You wanna go on this road again? He said, What did I do five years ago? What did I do five years ago? I said, You tried to deceive me five years ago. I said, But you can't deceive me because the fact is it's mine, right? It's mine. She goes, ah. I said, it's not wrong. I said, you don't want to go to court. You don't want to do that. I'm, I'm putting things in her brain, telling her. You don't want to go to court. You're going to lose if you do. You don't want to do this. You won't do that. She said, well, because I want to cut one of them trees. I said, you can cut that tree down if you want to, okay? I said, I'll allow you to do that, okay? Because I don't want it. I said, but the other tree I want, I'm keeping that tree, right? So she goes, oh, I can cut it down? I said, yeah, if you want to, you can cut it down, okay, right? So she goes, you sure? I said, the deed, you, you know the deed. I thought I showed you the deed, right? I said, but this is what I'm going to do for you. I said, even though you're trying to scheme me, okay, and try to um, take from me, I said, I'm going to give it to you, right? I'm going to give it to you. I'm going to have to give it to you. So this is what I'm gonna do. I said from the pole, right? I know you wanna do what? I wanna widen my driveway. 
I said, mm, you're going to get out of here, right? I said, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to give you from the pole that way, from the light pole that way, and you can widen your driveway, okay? He said, you do that? I said, I already told you I would. I already told you I would. I don't have a problem with that. I don't like all the scheming and God, right? She said, okay. I said, well, I'll choose the dessert that I want for things, okay? She said, oh, okay. Okay, okay. My point is, are we friends? No, we're not friends. But we are neighbors. We are neighbors. God said you should keep the peace, right? Now, it's my choice, my wife's choice, to say, hey, I'm going to give you this much land, boom, okay? Which is worth more than a pie, okay? Or whatever it's going to be. But to keep the peace and to show her the goodness of God. The goodness of God. That's the only reason I'm doing that. The only reason to show the goodness of the living God. And I know who she is. I'm never going to see that lady again in my life. Okay? After I leave. Ever. Okay? So you enjoy where you're going to be for the rest of your life. I'm out, right? You just know what I'm saying to you, right? The goodness of the living God. That's how you should be your neighbor. Because we could have got it. I could have got it. We could have got very ignorant with her, right? Could have like, but we didn't do that. Didn't do that. But the love of God show. No matter what. Here we go. 25. Wherefore, putting all lying, speaking every man truth with his neighbor, for we are members one of another. Amen? We're members one of another. Here we go again. Be ye angry and sin not. Oh, I was pissed that she was trying to rob me and my wife. Let not the sun go down upon your wrath. Right? Don't let it go down. Neither give place to the devil. What happens when you give place to the devil? He takes part of that battleground. Amen? And the more you allow him to take part of that battleground, the more Jesus and God is going to push out of your brain. Amen? The more he's going to push out. Can't let him do it. Let him that stole steal no more, but rather let him labor working with his hands the things which is good. That he may have to give to him that what? Obviously, she needs it, right? I mean, think about it. My kids don't really play at the edge of the driveway. So why not just give it to her? You understand what I'm saying to you? They don't play right there. 29. Let no corrupt communication proceed out of your mouth, but that which is good to the use of edifying, only to glorify God. How you live your life to only to glorify the living God. They, it may minister grace unto the hearers. That's what you do. You show grace. You show grace. No matter how. See, she's not punking yet. She's not punking. She's not punking yet. In all reality, she gotta go through what she's gonna go through in life because you're trying to harm God's wife. 
It's a very dangerous thing. It really is. Let no corrupt communication proceed out of your mouth, but that which is good to the use of edifying, that it may minister grace unto the hearers. Be positive. That's what we did. We took lemon and made lemonade. And made lemonade. And grieve not the Holy Spirit of God, whereby ye are sealed unto the day of redemption. Don't grieve the Spirit of God. It's not what you want to do. Let all bitterness and wrath and anger and clamor and evil speaking be put away from you with all malice. Be ye kind one to another, tenderhearted, forgiving one another. We did that. Even as God, for Christ's sake, hath for what? Forgiven you. Praise God. That's the end of the matter. It is. Not every thought is your own. Satan will, if he's in here, he will speak through you. Okay? If Satan's in your brain, he will speak through you. And that's the truth. Again, lies. Lies. If you got a crop of lies in your brain, Satan will speak through you. Right or wrong? The truth. If you got a crop of double-mindedness or um, two-facedness or um, not being held accountable, Satan will speak through you. He will. You hear voices sometimes. Could be Satan trying to talk to you. Could be Satan trying to talk to you. You got to make the right choice, friend. There's only one way to get him out Jesus Christ. Amen? Only one way to get him out Jesus Christ. There's no other way to get him out. Or you die. That's the other way. <laughs> That's the other way. Remember to stand the grace of God because that's me. Once you God bless you. I love you all. I'm going to Father and Son. I take credit for nothing. In Jesus' holy name. Amen. Were you moved by today's message? Download it now via our website for a donation of $10. Help us sow a seed of truth around the world. Donate any amount today. Thank you and God bless you.